Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Table Manners. We are together. Jesse. What? I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I, I want, want your to... freaking phone not to go off when we're doing a bloody phone? podcast. Is it mine? Yes, Mum. Yours oh, is the most sorry. annoying ringtone. It's like, I'm here. I'm here. Sorry, I'm important. I am important though, darling. Well, I was going to say, it's time for two to become one, Mum. Is it? Yeah, well, actually three become two. Uh, actually, it doesn't work. Um... We are finally together. First podcast together since the old lockdown. In my garden. Al fresco, socially distant. Yeah. A spot of afternoon tea with a yeah. Spice Girl. Spicy. I'm really excited to have this woman on. I listened to her Desert Island Discs and I wanted to be her friend. But also, I love how much she has done since leaving the Spice Girls. Whether yeah. that be bring out like rave tunes brilliant is it a naughty's classic baby when you're gone uh play one of the best roles in blood brothers i may ask her to sing and what mary magdalene oh yeah absolutely yes some huge musical roles she is melanie c she is making new music it is really great and um we've got sporty spice we've got melanie c mom okay darling. the artist formerly known as okay. sporty size actually she's kind of been She's been Melanie C, she's been Mel C, she's been Sporty Spice. But yeah, we've got Melanie C coming up on Table Manners. Do you want to go and get that? I've had a lot of emergencies. We have Melanie C in our garden in so Clapham. Excited. And it, we've got a dodgy table that's going to be really annoying for our producer, Alice. And it's going to, but we're, we've already got the champagne now. Actually, Melanie bought a lovely bottle it's that we've cracked open. A nice pink one. Let's yeah. Yeah. Cheers. To COVID buggering off. To, yes. to a version of normality. But anyway, yeah. look, it's such a pleasure to have you. We're so excited. It's so nice to be here because I've listened to many and, um, and I was like, oh, I'd love to do that. And here we are. Well, oh, I heard so you on your Desert Island Discs and that was bloody good. Whew, do you know what? Was it's it like therapy? On. It is, but there's something really strange. It's really lovely because, you know, obviously Lauren's fantastic, mm. but the whole team, it was all women. Oh, so nice. you feel like you're in a really safe space mm. and you just feel compelled to delve really deep into your soul. And I, I literally uncovered some things I didn't even realise, you know, when you're just in that headspace mm. and, you know, these little realisations come. But yeah, I was exhausted at the end of it. Well, I had a similar thing when I did um, Elizabeth Day's How to Fail. Have you done that yet? I've not. You need to do it. You need to do it, it. But it is full on therapy. Yeah. And you know, when you're like, what did I actually say in that interview? And like, did I just say the wrong thing because you felt so free? And I, yeah. I always think it's it's kind of credit to the interviewer because they've obviously done a really good job. And yeah. and it's always quite Made nice. Made you if, feel so relaxed totally. that you can yeah just be very open. But I hate that thing with you know, I have it less as I get older. But when I was younger, you do an interview and then the anxiety afterwards, or oh. you wake up in the middle of night thinking, oh, I said that. You know, because sometimes you say things and you don't mean it or mm. it could be taken the wrong way and it's like awful. But, but do you mean when you were with the girls or was it like post when you were you were Mel C that come out of the out of Spice Girls? Because I can imagine like if you say come out of the closet then. <laughs> no, come out of the Spice Girls. Bloody hell. I've had one sip of champagne <laughs> and I'm like um, no, but uh, so when you were with the girls, was it kind of everyone had their 
place of everyone knew when they were going to speak? Because you were always, I mean, you were all quite vocal, weren't you? But like, yeah, I think there's stronger personalities in yeah. the band and definitely a dynamic. Yeah. But I think one of the things about us girls was we never had media training. It wasn't a thing yeah. when we came out. And I think all artists have it now or, you know, young bands. Yeah. So we just said anything and spoke over each other and... And everyone loved it, I think, because yeah. it was quite chaotic. So it was part of the, you know, the appeal. But we have met the other male, B. Oh, yes, you She have. was fucking late. You were, she was the, you were the earliest hours, Spice Girl. Two hours her. late for a roast. Can you imagine? Oh, I mean, <gasps> love her. Girl. Naughty yeah, girl, love her, but she was fucking late. Yeah. She, she wasn't two great... hours, Mum. She was 50 minutes. Was she? Maybe an hour and a half. I'm not sure. An hour and a half. But darling. always forgiven. And the she did have the longest boots I've, on, I've ever seen in my life. They came up to here. <laughs> she did look fantastic. Yeah. I'm always a little bit late, but not, I'm never on time, just a little bit late. Yeah, I think like. I think I when was... you've got kids, it's difficult because there's always something. You, oh know, my you have this God, plan and it never goes. So you've got plan, one little girl yes. and two, two stepchildren. stepchildren. Yeah. And how has. Oh, I mean, I'm kind of bored of this question, oh, but I kind of I feel know. like. But I mean, I, actually, I'm not even going to ask it because I've been <laughs> asked it so much. Well, you've been promoting music yeah. in lockdown. Yeah. And it's been a lot, like having a family uh, and... I, I literally, I have to be honest, I feel like I'm quite close to the edge. The edge of what? <laughs> <laughs> You've got a holiday book. All the time. I'm going to go up north next week. because I've not seen my mum for the whole time. Where are you so from? I'm from, we're just outside Liverpool, a place called yeah. Witness. I grew up, which is just in between Liverpool and Manchester. And I'm taking just me and my little girl. And we're going to see my mum and my mates and my dad and my sister and just chill. It's my holiday this year. So I'm going to the Costa del Witness, oh. which I never thought I'd be so excited to <laughs> oh. do. <laughs> so, Melanie. Growing up in... Is it Witness. Wit Witness. Witness. That's Wit down the East Lanks Road. Oh, yes, it is. I of Manchester. course. You're, yeah, So Mancunian. to get from, from Manchester to Liverpool, yeah. when we had to get to the cavern, you went down the East Lanks Road. Oh, I right. only ever went once. Where did, <laughs> so, did you go and see at the cavern? No one special. Oh. Oh, no. Okay, fine. Well, you might have seen my stepdad because his band used to play on the cavern and they, they played the same night as the Beatles a few times. Oh, he no, was I in a band called The Addicts. The Addicts. And what kind of music <laughs> was it? Um, I think it was similar, really. Kind of Mersey beat. It was all beat. kind of Mersey beat rock yeah, and roll. Yeah. Amazing. So growing up, what was on the dinner table? What's like a really early memory of food? Who was cooking? My mum's a great cook. Is she? Yeah. And she cooks everything from scratch it's like she will search high and low for every ingredient she needs which was amazing as a kid because I just grew up I'm, I'm not a great cook but I have like these basics mm. and I think it's really important mm. it's an important life skill isn't mm. it and um, she used to make like Chinese food and you know Crikey. yeah and I think in the 80s that was like oh I don't think so you, adventurous you've never tried Chinese it? even now just about, I do a few noodles. A sweet and sour yeah, yeah. you do, yeah. Yeah, but that was one about sweet and sour pork. That was one of the staples. But it's funny because it, it was a mix between like the wonderful home-cooked food and mm. baking or Finder's crispy pancakes. Well, <laughs> I uh, think it depended on time. Everybody loves Finder's. And what did you prefer? I think... Probably the mix, yeah. having a yeah, bit of both. Yeah. I remember the microwave coming in and just being obsessed, doing it. Microwave, microwave. chips, disgusting. Oh, Pizzas in the microwave, chips. disgusting. <laughs> they are. And so um, would you say you're a good cook then? I think if I put my mind to it, my other half is a very good cook, so I've got quite lazy. Right. And I think when you get lazy, you lose your confidence. A bit, he's looking you? so pleased. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our other half is here, and he's, he's, he's got a little right smile, smile on his yeah. face. Yeah. He has a go at me because I'm like a, well, a backseat driver, passenger seat driver. Yeah. Um, but he's like a passenger seat cook. You know what I mean? You could be like, are you chopping the onions like that? I'm oh, so he's head him. chef. He's head chef. Yeah. Right. It's really irritating. So were you, I mean, I know that at the beginning <laughs> of lockdown, I was, I was eating like a friggin' queen. Mm -hmm. I was going, because I, for me, it was, it was kind of cherished time with my kids that, you know, was imposed on us, which was amazing, but it also made every, you know, everything stood still, but mm. I was getting all the, because there were loads of amazing food boxes going out and you were kind of, because I wasn't going to um, supermarkets. So I was, cooking so much meat and I was cooking really gr great food and my husband was like this is like 
I mean, I shouldn't say this, but it was, he was like, this is like we're on holiday. Like, you literally are cooking. We just moved out of here because we were getting our house done. And we were cooking and eating and consuming. And it was kind of almost to the point where I was like, okay, maybe we need to have soup for a week or something like that. <laughs> were you, what were you cooking during lockdown? Did it change? Absolutely. And I felt exactly the same. And I think because... You know, it was it. Well, it still is. There's such uncertainty, and also, you know, a lot of fear. And we kind of was, felt like we needed yeah. to comfort ourselves, yeah. didn't yeah, we? I agree. Well, you know, drinking more. Yeah, man. You yeah. know, eating more. But it was funny because, like. I, I always order my food online. And then, of course, there was a time when you, you couldn't, couldn't get, get hold of anything. Yeah, so I was down Waitrose, give them a little plug, <laughs> and, um, you know, doing my shop, which I quite enjoyed. But I thought, this is like the shittest Christmas ever. <laughs> 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 Isn't it? Because you just buy all the things you'd only ever buy at Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's brilliant. Um, but I just, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm interested about how music is feeling now because... yeah. Oh my God, there's so much to talk about. I mean, so, so, so much. much of that conversation. I'm like, oh, I want to say this. And I say. So talking about standing still, I think in most people's lives now, we're so busy, we never stay still. Mm. And I think in our career, mm. we travel so much, mm. we're so busy, you've got work, you've got kids, and you would never self-impose that much stay-at-home time. Mm. In fact, I think this is the most I've ever been at home in my adulthood, you know, mm. since my career started. How old were you when you started? Well, Spice Girls, we got together in 94, but I left home when I was 16. And I know, I'd Baby never let my girl. daughter leave home now. And I was a little girl. I was, I was in digs at the time, so we were with families. I went to Performing Arts College in Kent. So, yeah, looking back, I was way too young to do that. But that kind of started my nomadic life. Because I was moving, you know, when you're a student, you're all over the place, aren't mm. you? Moving from one place to the next. And then Spice Girls happened and we continued to do that. And then with the traveling and touring and everything. So to be in one place for that time was a bit of a novelty mm. at first. I was like, this is amazing. It's wonderful. And like hanging out with my little girl, putting her to bed every night, getting up with her every day was lovely to the point when I just thought, hmm, there's a reason I do the job I do. And that's because <laughs> I don't like staying in one place for too long. You know, one of the reasons. And also there was that whole thing of, I had music ready to go. Yeah, how did, did it affect when you put it out or anything? Well, I was, when everything started to gather pace with COVID, we were in Australia and I'd started my promotional tour and I had such a fun trip yeah. I'd, uh, I'd organised all these cool Airbnbs we were going we were doing Australia LA Amazing. New York Montreal my little girl was going to come out for a bit it was all really really fun and we did Australia and that all went fine and there was lots of toilet roll jokes because mm. that was at the point when all the mm-hmm. toilet rolls disappeared and it was my very last interview the day before I left for LA that got cancelled because somebody was diagnosed at the station and then by the time we got to LA it was like a ghost town and it was so weird. So we'd lost all of this incredible promotion. We had to get home and then we just had to think, what are we going to do? Mm. And we thought, mm, should we delay it? But actually we couldn't because we were too far into mm. it to do that. Mm. So we just had to get really creative on, on how we were going to promote it. And actually, in some ways, it's a bit of a blessing because you might have found this as well. You can, you can promote internationally you know, from the comfort of your own living room mm-hmm. and get to places we probably never would have been able to mm. go to. Mm. So I've been having these days where I go, um, today I'm in South America and on Tuesday I'm in, you know, in France. <laughs> and then, yeah, I'm in like, I'm in the US at the end of the week. So it's kind of, it's been interesting and fun in that way but it, it is starting to get a bit tedious and I miss yeah, people yeah. and I miss performing to people you know yeah. as you have done lots of online stuff yeah live streams DJ sets I mean, and it's there's, like, but there's something really great because it, it's fully in your control which if you were going to go and record in a tv studio mm-hmm. you'd be like sorry can I can I do one more take and they'd be like sorry everyone's got to get out I'm sorry that's it well done you'd be like shit I just was a bit tuny on that on this you're like in control of your performance and and I don't know for me I always get so terrified when I do TV I'm sure you you are not petrified because you had to do so much in your life trust me I am it never goes away yeah I think maybe when I was with the girls we were doing such a volume of it and we were so I think we were so exhausted that you know Obviously, our lives, we live on adrenaline. Mm. And I think you get to a point where you're so exhausted that you haven't got enough adrenaline to get nervous. You're just like kind of not going through the motions, but you're in survival mode. (sighs) And I remember that 
And I remember sometimes thinking, I actually prefer it when I'm really tired because I'm not as nervous. As but now I do because it, my life and my yeah. work is much slower paced. So, I, yeah, I freak out everything I do. I mean, I, I just wonder because... Really, the Spice Girls, how long were they to you together? Like, it, well, you were together for a while, but like, you did two albums, you did a tea, I mean, you did everything, but yeah. it was in quite yeah. a compact it was, time frame. Well, Wannabe was released in July 96. I remember it so well. My Leavers Barbecue. Um, <laughs> year six, Leavers Barbecue. Yeah, I remember it so oh, well. That's so yeah. cute. Um, yeah, so that was when Wannabe was released. That was 96. And then Jerry had gone by, I mean, I don't even know when it was, 98, probably spring, summer of 98. Yeah. Because we were on tour. So, um, yeah, so kind of two years, two albums, a movie. That's like crazy. Evening with the Spice Girls, like, you know, international, whole world promo. It was, yeah. And then, like, thinking about, like, I know what it's like when you get back from, like, a long tour. And I'm talking about a long tour being, like, six weeks or something. And I haven't done that for years. And, um... But the impact on your like your health and you and you're just you were doing the Brit Awards, you were doing TV. I mean, you must have been on absolutely mm. shot. Mm. I can't even imagine how knackered you were, and it must have been. I know what it's like when you get off tour and they're like tour blues. I mean, would it, was it wild how yeah. weird it was once it, was it crazy. called it quits? For that, you know, from the moment we started. Until we came off the American leg of the tour, so that was just the four of us then. Mm. So I think that was. Gosh, I can't even remember when that was. It was Melanie and Victoria were pregnant. So it, we had like a natural break. Um, we did three months in the US without Jerry. And yeah, that was the first time we'd stopped in over two years. And to be honest with you, I fell apart. Mm. You know, it was, I think because we had been living in this survival mode and our lives had completely changed. We were living in this very bizarre existence that it took a long time to... I, I called it integrating back into normality. Yeah, so when weird. you you were at this arts college, and then how did you get picked for the Spice Girls, or did you see an audition? We want to put together a girl band. Yeah, I was um, I was at Danceworks. It's called. It's in um, just off Oxford Street, and there's lots of you know dance classes there and auditions. I was there auditioning for something else, and someone handed me a flyer. And it was for this girl band. And I just looked at my mate and said, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. Because I was getting really frustrated because I was auditioning for lots of West End shows and different things. But nothing was... So musical theatre? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And nothing was happening. So I was, I was getting really annoyed. And I always wanted to work in music. That was like... My mum's also a singer. Is she? Yeah. So both my mum and my stepdad had been signed in the... Well, he was the 60s. I think my mum's band was maybe in the 70s, early 70s. What kind of music was your mum making? She started off doing folk stuff, oh. but she does everything. She, I mean, she still goes out and gigs when she can. Yeah. What's her name? She's, her name is Jonah Neal, and she's had many band names. I think it's just called Jonah Neal Band right now. But she did a Tina Turner tribute for a few years. <gasps> oh, how fab. Wow. I know. She's got a voice. Great, yeah. and I she's got, got amazing voice. She must have good legs, too. She's got amazing yeah. legs, yeah. <laughs> That's what you need for Tina totally. Turner, eh? Yeah. And it's big incredible, because she does, she does sound like her. It's really weird. I don't think she sounded, she started sounding like her. You know, started off with just think years of gigging and, you know, terrible monitors. And she just got so raspy that she's got this, yeah. Oh, wow. I know. Bonkers, right? But my mum, she won't mind me saying, she's 71 now. And she will still go out and gig. And I just think that's, that's, that's amazing. amazing, isn't it? Absolutely. A bit yeah. like me. She's fabulous. Is she kind to the monitors, bloke? She's <laughs> your best friend, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> God, so, yeah. so you saw down. this flyer? Yes. So I saw the flyer. And, and you're how old then? I was 19. 19. I think 19, yeah. So what was that? I was 94. So or maybe I was 20. And um, yeah, I said to my friend, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. And I went along to the audition and um, it's really funny. The first thing we had to do, there was hundreds of girls and we had to just freestyle dance to, um, oh my gosh, what was the band called? Oh, Eternal. Do you remember Eternal? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. That's Which song was it? Stay. Oh, Stay. Tune, absolute tune. Absolute tune. So we had to freestyle to that. And then, you know, obviously so superficial. It was all on look. So they were like, yeah, you stay, you stay, you stay, you stay, wherever. And then the, the people who were chosen to stay got to sing. So I sang I'm So Excited, Point Sisters. 
as it was the only thing I had sheet music for. My mum used to sing it. And there's, there's tapes flying about. There's stuff on the internet you can see. You can see all of our auditions. And I was recalled. But when the recall happened, I was sick because I was getting um, tonsillitis quite a lot at that time. From what, just singing so much? Or yeah, just being knackered? being a student yeah, right, and yeah. living in, you know, in, you know, not the best environment. And, um, I, yeah, I was sick, so I couldn't even speak, let alone sing. So I was like, Mum, Mum, please, you know, speak to them. Please just let them see me in a week. I, I really, you know, want to do Mom, it. Mum, speak to them. Speak to them. Did she call up? She called them and they said, No, sorry, we've chosen the girls now. (gasps) I didn't know this. Bloody cheek. I know, no. So, how did you get in? So, um, I was like, Oh, well, there you go. I think because when you've, you know, grown up as a performer and auditioning, you You always get things come and go, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think maybe a couple of weeks later, I got a call to say, oh, one of the girls hasn't worked out. Could you come back down and sing for us? Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Just you. Who is that person people? and have you ever met them? Um, I haven't have met Have they ever her, no. tweeted you? I think, she's a, I think she's a backing singer. I think, you know, she's had a good career being a backing singer, um, but I've never met her. She's a Welsh girl. And I was invited to go down. I think it was, was it No Miss, that one? Studios, that's where we did the... The showcase. And what were all the rest of the girls there? So Jerry was there, Mel B was there, Victoria was there, and a girl called Michelle. And I went down and I sang Signed, Sealed, Delivered. And that was it. I was in the band. It was kind of, it was a done deal. It was Signed, Sealed, Delivered. It was Signed, Sealed, Delivered. There you go. <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah, it was so surreal because it was so like, that, yeah, that's it. Bang, you're in. And I was like, okay. And then we stayed in this B&B. It was so weird. The management at the time lived in Surrey. And they put us in, I mean, it's such a long time ago. Now I'm having to, you know, remember all these details. And we stayed there, I think, for about two weeks. And we rehearsed and we sang and we, you know, we choreographed dances and stuff. Did you choreograph your own dances? Yeah, we did in the very beginning. Yeah. The wannabe dance then? No, that was a little bit later down the line. We had a choreographer at that point. But we kind of, I mean, especially Mel's such a great dancer. Yeah, amazing. We always had, I mean, even in the studio, we were coming up with little ideas. And, you know, if you look at the Spice Girls dances, they're not that complicated I could do them and I was really proud to do them <laughs> hey Jerry can do them like... oh maybe she can't <laughs> she won't mind me saying are you all still good friends we are you know yeah we actually got together a couple of weeks ago I know Emma's spoken about this because we we kind of done it on the down low because anything we ever do if it's anyone so knows about it yeah. it just goes poof. So we were like, look, we don't want to do pickies. I mean, obviously, we're all very sensitive about social distancing as well at the moment. So we just said, no, this is just our little moment. But yeah, the five of us with Victoria, and we'd not actually all been together, the five of us, for a couple of years. But I want to know, I'm really interested, you go to the Performing Arts College um, in Kent, very far away from your mum, stepdad. What are you eating when you're in digs at the age of 16? Was it? A shocking diet. Yeah, it really was. And what I found most shocking, because I was at Performing Arts College, where it was predominantly dancing that Mm. we were doing, where obviously you need energy, Mm. the aesthetic's important, Mm. so you could really do with having an education on nutrition, right? Which I think is much better now. There's a much better understanding. But this was like 1990. And we just left home. My mum had always fed me well. I had, you know, I had a good understanding of how to eat well. But you leave home and it's all McDonald's, Chinese takeaways. Cut noodles. And yeah, yeah, just rubbish. I mean, when we were very young, we were with the family, so she would cook, but she wasn't the best cook. Um, no disrespect. <laughs> um, she was feeding a lot of girls. There were seven of us in a house oh, with a family of four. So that was, yeah, chaos. And it was, it was lots of stews that kind of stayed on the stove all week and like tins of beans oh, got added. Oh, right. And jacket potatoes that had been cooked earlier in the day. Then we got home from like college and we like... We digsy who was first in the microwave and like yeah, yeah. reheated microwave um, baked potatoes. So it wasn't the best. Oh my god! I and then imagine. we used this is this is a lovely little memory. So one of the girls, Emma, she was from Scunny, Sunny Scunny, and her nana was sent her luncheon vouchers, and we'd always go the Chinese. Oh, those were <laughs> <Like> luncheon <laughs> vouchers. Oh, people used to get them from work. 
luncheon vouchers and you'd go to cafes that had LV on this, a bit around sign that said LV and you could pay for your lunch with your luncheon vouchers. So she must have saved them up and then sent yeah. them to her. And you'd go, so and go oh, that's sweet, so right? sweet. Which, which town in Kent were you Sick in? Sidcup. Oh, yeah, yeah. Old Egg Cup. <laughs> Does anyone want a piece of lemon drizzle? Okay, yes. do you want to do you want to talk about your lemon drizzle? No, no, because I feel like you <laughs> it's need to gluten free. Lovely, thank and you. I don't know if uh, let's no, try don't. it and then you tell her yeah. what the thing that's in it. Right, just taste this and see mm. if you know what the added oh, ingredient. Oh, it's so good. Can you guess what the added ingredient is? Oh. I want to say lemon curd. No. I mean, it tastes it's mashed so... potato, babe. No yeah. way. Mashed potato. Actually, Mum, that's, that's bloody so good. good. This is excellent. Ugh. It's so, so good. It's really good. It's so I'm not moist. Really a baker. Whose recipe is this? Because I feel like we need to shout them out. On the is it a BBC be, Good yeah. Food? All right. Oh, I always gravitate towards that Me one. Too. Oh, it's yeah. like you, you know where you're at with it. That yeah, is so really hard. good. That's bloody good. Yeah. You wouldn't know it was mashed potato, would you? No. I think that gives it the starch. Maybe. Melanie, mm. Melanie, I, I'm really appreciating this um, cake, but I've got a lot to get through with Melanie, Mum. Um, <laughs> sink the pink. Oh, yes. The funnest. Mm. Glyn. Oh we my need God. to talk about Glyn. I mean, what a legend But I just, man I want to know how that happened. What is Sink the Pink? Sink the Pink, you, you explained to my mother. So Sink the Pink is an East London creative collective. And basically, it started as a club night. Where did they start in the working men's club in was it Bethel in Bethnal Green. Green? And is it a gay night? It's drag. Well, no. Was it always drag though? Oh well, I think it's yeah. There's yeah, amazing drag queens, but it's super inclusive. So it's the whole spectrum, LGBTQ plus, and um, they have these amazing club nights, and it grew from like a you know a tiny little thing in a working men's club to selling out the Troxy. They do really big nights, always sell out. They're amazing. It is incredible. Lots of performances. Everybody is so, so dressed many up. Time, how many times have you done it? So I was invited to go down, just sing a few songs, just do a bit of a PA. And I was quite nervous because I was following them on social media and not knowing a lot about them, but seeing all these, you know, incredible drag queens. They just look so fierce. And I just had this thing where it was like... I always kind of thought that drag queens could be tricky, you know, a bit. I don't, I don't know. I I don't know what this image I had of, of a drag queen, but I thought, you know, I was I was a little bit scared. So I went down there for sound check in the afternoon, and as soon as I walked in, this like just like love, and it's just I such bet a they adore you. beautiful environment. Yeah, and she's an icon, Mum. Yeah, of course she is. Well, they they love a spice scale down there, definitely. <laughs> so um, so that was lovely, and it, but I was just really blown away with how inclusive it was. They look after you when you do it. They really look after you, and everyone's like so into it. You know, they put so much time and effort into the performances, the choreography, totally. the rehearsals, their their costumes. Does everyone dress up? Yeah. yeah. Who did you have when you did Sink the Pink? Who did you have like when you have to do the vote, um, the judging? Did you have people when you judge the walk off, like basically? Drag race, mm. it's that, you know, it's the, it's the walk, it's the ballroom. I do want more, but I'm not going to. Thank you so much. Um, um, but who was on your thing? Because I had Denise Van Outen and Talisa, and it like blew my mind, and it was fantastic. <laughs> I think that's the beauty of Sick the Pink. It's like, it's so random, just like anyone and everyone just fits in. Yeah, just, it's, absolutely. You know, it's this beautiful space where we can all be happily together. But you went on tour with them round to all the Pride shows, because that looked so fun. It was so fun. So, Sink the Pink, my first experience was a little performance at a club yeah. night. Yeah. And then, and that was just a dream. Yeah. It went so well. And then they invited me to perform at the Mighty Hoopla, which is the big festival they do every yeah. year. In Brockhall Park, and, I think Yeah, is. and that was the first time I performed with the drag queens. And they came on and then stage. And there was never going and going back after that. Well, you... it was quite momentous because we did a couple of Spice Girls tracks. And they just, it just went down a storm. It was one of those moments, you know, I, you get these sometimes on stage, you know, when you just feel it, you know, when the audience is just like really engrossed. And uh, yeah, we had that magical moment and we were just like, you know what, we need to do this more. And then, you know, with Glyn's help, we wanted to go bigger and better. Mm. And we put together a 45 minute show. It was quite theatrical. Mm. 
and we toured Prides. And I went out, I flew out to Sao Paulo three days after completing the Spice Girls tour last year. So That makes sure that you don't get tour blues. You're like, come on, <laughs> yeah. let's go. That's oh amazing. Gosh. It nearly killed me, but I'm so glad we did it because it was amazing. And performing with the drag queens and working so closely with people from the Pride community, obviously... You know, a, an audience that has supported the Spice Girls from mm. day one, mm. and all of us as solo artists. Yeah. I'd never worked that closely with, you know, drag queens, non binary people, and I just learned so much. It was such an education to me. Mm. And it was, it had this really profound effect on me because I found self acceptance through working with these people that obviously had had some struggles growing up that I could never imagine mm. and it was just in, an incredible experience because I knew it'd be fun I knew we'd have yeah. a great time but I've actually walked away with from it with so much more that's amazing yeah I get emotional when I talk about it because I love them all so much mm. they're such incredible people yeah but when do, I mean I guess you knew when you were in the Spice Girls but you knew what your your LGBTQ plus following was huge right but mm. were you aware of that when you were putting out your solo music I think it's been this knowledge that's grown over the years because I think when we started, well, we started talking about girl power because we experienced sexism in mm. the industry because we were just five girls. We wanted to be famous. We wanted to be pop stars. And, you know, quite quickly we were being told, yeah, girl bands don't sell records. You can't be on the front cover of magazines because, you know, girls buy records by boys. And we were like, seriously, don't say that. To the Spice Girls, that's like, you know, red rag to a bull. <laughs> so that's when we started talking about girl power and we knew, actually, we had some a really important point to prove. And it was great because it gave us fire in our belly. But then quite quickly, we realised that we had quite a big gay following mm. and it became more than girl power. It became people power. It mm. became about equality. And we knew that at the time, but we didn't realise how important it was mm. and the impact that it was having. Mm. And I think it's been over the last 10, you 15 young, years. You were young, right? And it was yeah. a whirlwind. Yeah. I mean, my brother was in your mama video. Oh. <laughs> and he's... <laughs> uh, he's, um, he's what? How old is he now? Well, he's 32 He was now. young and he wasn't... He wasn't out then, was he? But well, like, he's 10, well, yeah. Probably. But I mean, we—I sh- think we knew. But yeah, I didn't. But anyway, I—I I, I think he always has talked about that moment being in the Mama video as uh, like a defining. I think a defining gay moment. For he him. loved it. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I've been reading a lot about Donna Summer recently, and I don't know if you know much about Donna Summer, but I mean, we know all her songs, but I didn't realise she was part of like musical theatre. Oh, I didn't know that. And I feel like there's so many um, comparisons with you and Donna. And she did hair musicals. She went to uh, Munich for years to do the German version of hair. And she was obsessed with musical theatre. Do you know what's so weird? I I think I'm a bit psychic. I was listening to your album today, which I adore. Thank you so much. And I was thinking about Hair the Musical. Well, I because I tried to basically try and make the last song like Hair the Musical. So thank you so much. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it's really lush in 70s, but there's a bit of an 80s vibe going on. Yeah, I love it. But, so I want to talk about musical theatre because I... Jessie was in musical theatre. Well, I mean, I was in school musical theatre. I did not go to performing arts. No, you didn't go to performing arts. Thanks, there's Mom. always possibility yeah, you no, might thanks, be able Mom. to get a thank big you, part. Um, but I, 
I've been really impressed by the the roles that you've taken. I feel the like they've best. been very decided. Like you know, you were Mary Magdalene mm. and you were in Blood Brothers, mm -hmm. and like those are brilliant. The roles. best, yeah. You see, I came back to you musical theatre. Haven't done theater. Chicago, have you? Haven't done Chicago. And would you? Um, I do it on Broadway. <laughs> you admit, I completely know what you mean. Exactly. <laughs> You're not going to do it at the Adelphi, are you? <laughs> Christ, oh, no. such a snob. No, I, no, but, I, I understand but that. But I think, you know, I love Chicago, but I think the problem with Chicago is they went through a phase. There's been this thing in, you know, God bless theatre and please God, you know, we, we can keep it after this horrible pandemic. Um, but there was a time with musical theatre when lots of people from the telly were going into yeah, musical theatre and yeah. I think it cheapened some yeah, roles. Especially okay. Chicago. Yeah. Everybody I mean, did it. Yeah. But back to you. And your <laughs> okay, which, which role have you not played that you would like to in a musical theatre? Mm, maybe. Is her name? Gosh, I've forgotten her name now. Is it Sally in Cabaret? Oh. That's a goodie, isn't it? I mean... Well, that would be fabulous. Yeah. When you do musical theatre, I mean, you're a fantastic dancer, clearly, and you're trained. Thank you. So you want a role that shows off both... It's really I'm getting older, songs, I want to right? do less, less dancing. <laughs> do you? It stresses me out, the dancing. Does it? Yeah, it's funny because that you was... You look really in good shape. Oh, thank you, but it all I'm really glad that I got to see the, um, the, ta the tummy tattoo today. I'm really happy. I feel like you <laughs> are. You are giving me 90s realness. <laughs> I'm really thankful actually, that I got to see Actually, your hair looks gorgeous. <gasps> oh, Did you, you have it cut during... I just had it chopped, yeah, for my... Looks I beautiful. Yeah. Oh, how was it? Did you have to do a COVID video where... We did. We had to stay a meter apart at all oh. times and everyone was in PPE on set apart from the performance it was, obviously it was nice to be together oh it was amazing <laughs> it was like kind of normality it was incredible we yeah. shot at Ali Pali oh nice which if it wasn't for lockdown we probably wouldn't have had that opportunity so you know there are silver linings everywhere and what, it, what for what song is that for? So the video is for my third single and it's called In and Out of Love. So third single off the record, and when's the record coming out? So the record's out in October. Have you got pl have you got plans for a tour yet? Or have you kind of, you're waiting? Christ. I, I always plan to tour 2021, thank goodness. Uh, yeah, right. So that would just is like, oh, okay. when do we do it? Do we do it spring? So we're just kind of, yeah, feeling it out. Who did the record with you? So I did it, I've got a whole new team that I'm working with. This is the first album. Album I've done with all my you know behind the scenes people, including my A and R, who's wonderful, Frank Tope. Frank Tope has is one of the most tasteful. Like he he knows about music, Mr. Frank Tope. The most amazing thing I found with him is you know obviously we we got to know each other a little bit before yeah. we started working together. But he put me you know not only with the right people stylistically, things that are going to work, but also personality wise as well. So every session has been so productive because so nice. you can often there's a bit of trial and error isn't it you know because oh I, I always collaborate with people yeah that's and that's what I always say I always say when you have your first collaboration with with a you know another writer or a mm. team it's like a first date you always get your best song because everyone's on the best behavior oh my god I've never thought about it like that that's so true <laughs> yeah so who did you work with on the record so I've worked with lots of new people um before we talk about the new people I'll talk about the person I went back to which was so lovely do you know Biff Richard no. Stannard no you need to know Biff so Biff is from Matt and Biff, who did lots of Spice Girls stuff. So Wannabe, Spice Up Your Life, um, Goodbye, Viva Forever. Oh, wow. I mean, so many of the, the big, big biggies. And he's wonderful. He's got a gorgeous studio down in Brighton. And I worked with him on not my last album, but the album before. So it had been a while. So we got together. But he's, he does a lot of stuff with Kylie. And I mean, he's worked with so many brilliant artists. Mm. But he started bringing in younger producers. Mm -hmm. And I just found that working with a lot more like younger writers and producers, it's really helped me freshen everything, which is what I wanted to do. Mm. It feels like a new chapter for me because so many things have changed. Um, that was all so right. So a couple of guys have been working with called Bill and Ted, who co-wrote and produced Blame It On Me, which was mm -hmm. the second single. Yeah, yeah. And um, some great top liners I've been working with as well. Neve, who's also an artist, and Poppy Bascom, who's incredible. So, yeah, it's just... Felt really good. Isn't it the yeah. best when it feels like a family yeah. and it doesn't feel like business? Yeah, and when it's easy and yes. it's like, it feels, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough in my career, I've had those moments where something feels quite magical. Um, 
I've had those moments when things feel quite shit yeah, <laughs> also. Yeah. But those magical moments, like when I made my first solo album, Northern Star, mm. it was like, it just feels like everything's right. You know, it's mm. just as it should be. That was with I Turn To You and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And never be the same again. That was the one with Left Eye? Yes. Left yeah. Eye. What did you eat in the studio with Left Eye? We didn't eat in the studio, but we hung out <laughs> in her hotel do? room and she ordered loads of lobster and loads of seafood. My girl, yes, yes. Left Eye. It was seafood oh, and white amazing. wine, which always works for me. Oh my God, it was, I mean, that is the thing. It is a bit, there's more budgets now, isn't there, babe? Mm, I know. I do you, know. Is Back there a the memorable day. meal from the 90s that you... Sorry, a bird has joined It's us. a magpie. Oh, magpie, look. fuck off. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like that. I'm interviewing Let Mr. Magpie. No, we need <laughs> another one. Why one do we need Sorrow? Oh, is that Sorrow? Shit, don't look at yeah. him. Don't look at him. Two for joy. Oh, God. It's having a chat with its mate. It'll turn up. Yeah. Um, he's calling him over. Um, so, uh, yeah, is there any memorable... Because I, you know, all we hear about now, and you must hear it too, like, the budgets and da-da-da-da-da, and everything's, you know, on a budget. And look, we're still having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um but the 90s must have been mental for oh, that. The 90s was amazing. <laughs> if you think about it, right, so so myself and, you know, we're all from differing backgrounds, but predominantly working class yeah, backgrounds, yeah. all of the Spice Girls. So, you know, personally, I grew up in a family where my mum worked all week and then she gigged all weekend just to put food on the table. Yeah. You know, there was no extravagances. That's just the way it was, mm. you know, growing up in that area. Did your mum have two jobs? Yeah, she she's worked for the uh, NHS for years, oh, bless and then singing at the weekend as well. There's its mate over there. Yeah, oh, thank you. Oh, it, the, it could be the parakeets. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> we'll take it. The downside of recording a podcast in your garden. Yeah, um, but yeah, gone. So yeah, so then of course when we finally got our album together mm. and we had management and we were looking at getting signed by labels. Everyone wanted to schmooze us. So we were still, you know, we weren't earning any money. So we were actually on the dole. And I think Jerry was homeless at the time, you know, sleeping on couches and stuff. But we were being flown to L.A. by Virgin Records, staying at the Four Seasons in Beverly Hills, being picked up by Ordering everything on room service. It was crazy. And yeah, going to these incredible restaurants. And something the Spice Girls, or being a part of the Spice Girls, taught me and I always say this to people, I'm such an old lady now with my advice, is that you should never feel uncomfortable in any environment because, you know, we came, some of us, from nothing and had never experienced a five-star hotel or a swanky restaurant. But because we had each other, we just rocked up and we just enjoyed it. And so I feel... Like, I know people feel intimidated to go into certain environments Mm. and I just want to say, don't. Because, you know... Did you ever get told off for being too loud? Do we, we all, I don't think anyone ever did. <laughs> yeah, right. It's funny because I get asked quite a lot about the Me Too movement and about, you know, yeah. that within the music industry. And if I ever experienced anything, I was like, are you kidding me? No one would come near the Spice Girls <laughs> because they were petrified of us. Were they? Well, they, kn- they knew that. If you, you know, I think often with these situations, there can be vulnerable people that are targeted, aren't there? Which, of course, there are some vulnerable people in Spice Girls. But because you knew if you mess with one of them, you'd have to deal with the other four. So we always have backup. That's amazing. Melanie C., what is your desert island, desert island meal? Ooh. So you're going to go on a desert island for at least six months. Mm-hmm. So, so you're going to eat it every day? No. No, this is one <laughs> that you'll you eat go. before you go. Okay. So is, is this kind starter, of like your last meal, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. a bit more positive? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so starter, main, pud and drink of choice. Okay. So my starter, I think, would have to have scallops. Oh, oh yeah. Scallops. I always go to my scallops. Me too. Yeah, if I see it on a menu, I'm having it. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Do you cook them? Do you ever cook them? Do you know what I have done in the yeah, past? Yeah, they're it's easy. So easy. Yeah, yeah okay. I can get you some just quickly. fish place. It's always a pea puree yeah. and a pancetta, isn't it? Everyone yeah. loves that. Yeah. Carry on. Are we talking drinks? Should we do a drink for every yeah, yeah, course? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, if I'm going to go for dinner, I'd like to start with a cocktail. And Which is your cocktail? Well, I do love a margarita. Oh, or a picante. So do you know a picante? <sighs> yeah. They're really good. They're I, hate really good. I hate myself. I hate myself for being part of a meme kind of. I know they're bloody good. Why? What do you put they're in it? They're at Soho. Is it a Soho house yeah, special? I know, is. and that also makes what me feel What is it? Sick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, a picante is a chili infused margarita. But then it would not be for me. It's bloody oh, great. Oh, it's fabulous. No. So it's a Tommy's margarita, which are my favourite because they don't use triple sec, you use agave. 
syrup. But uh, it has okay. coriander and yeah, hot chilli in it. Have you tried to make them at home? Yeah, we did. Yeah. He makes a good one. Did you get rocked? Because I did watching Annie Mac and Toddler T's DJ set at home with my husband. I was like, come on, babe. Let's... I had the worst hangover of my life. It was horrendous. But you shouldn't be getting hangovers off uh, tequila. So yeah, that's say. a bloody lie. Yeah, it's that's a, a lie. Myth, isn't it? Okay, so tequila, a little picante or a, a, or a cheeky mag- picante. margarita. Yeah, and then I'll have my scallops. And then, oh, what do I want for my main? I do like a bit of fish. Mm. A nice yeah. bit of sea bass. I know it's a bit obvious. See, I go for the sea bass or I go for a nice steak. Let's have a steak. Okay, and then some fish for how are you having it? I'm going to have it medium. Yeah, with any side. With, I think I need to have some like fat chips, mm. like triple cooked <gasps> yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. Um, if we can get some truffle in there, that'd be good. Oh, a little yeah. truffle Joe salt Wicks. or something. No, yeah. who? That's he likes truffle on his. And chips. so does his new Mira Pess. Yeah, she everyone likes truffle. Travels yeah. with a truffle salt really? everywhere. Yeah. Do you know what truffles really good on scrambled eggs? Oh, I can imagine that. Yeah, Fancy Sunday, Sunday yeah. scrambled eggs. I like that. <laughs> okay, so you're, you've got steak and chips. Any yeah. sauce, Bernays or? Do you know what? I'm not. I'm not a sauce kind of girl. Okay. Bit of mustard. Mustard. Nice what sort of, of mustard? Let's go for Great. English. You want a bit of heat? English, really? Mm. Yeah. Okay, and drink. Yeah. Red wine. Drink's got to be a red. Yeah. Which red? I like a Rioja. Maybe me, a Rioja. Me too. Yeah. Uh, full Majestic make yes. a really good house Rioja that's only twelve quid. Mm. Their definition Rioja, and it's lovely. I'm, have you been drinking Pet Nat recently? Oh, Jessie's. I'm, obs- I'm hooked. She's oh, sh- what are you she lives near Peckham now. It came before champagne, Mum. If you look at all those frigging old Who? paintings, they're all drinking orange wine that's fizzy. It's yeah. not champagne. But no one is now till you start. So it's frigging up. Oh my God, babe, it's amazing. It's just basically natural wine that's fizzy. Ooh. It's so delicious. You can get it like rose. I should have brought some, but like there's this one called Astro Bunny, which is phenomenal Love the name. and really fun and what um, color? that was a bit orangey and they, they're kind of different with their different skin contacts so you can get like a rosy you can get more of an orangey one you, I had a really interesting one that was not cheap um, it's not cheap mm. but it's cheaper than champagne and it kind of does the job you should try some pet nap <laughs> it does, does the, the job, job. Um, there's a connoisseur does <laughs> the job anyway. get it down yeah <laughs> it's good that's what they say when they go to the okay. Grand National oh does the job okay anyway carry on your pudding please Mel my pudding. Oh, God, this is... Oh, I do love a pavlova. And I've had that steak, and it might be a bit heavy, you know, having a steak yeah. and then a big old pud. So I think I want to go for a pavlova. Or With a what mess. on the top? Do you like just strawberries, raspberries? I like a raspberry, loads of cream. I love my cream. Oh, I love it so yeah. much. Yeah. Do you think you've got good table manners? I do. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think I have? The man who sits opposite me. I think I pretty much do. I think it's difficult, isn't it? Because you look at other people and you go, like the kids, you're like, eat properly. Yeah, I know. They're disgusting, aren't they? <laughs> Children. <laughs> but, um, and I think, oh, I'm so perfect. And then I think, hmm, but am I? If no one's watching, I'm not. I do like to lick my plate. Oh, when I, no one's looking. I'm not just judging you. Because I'm just, I'm saving the dishwasher. I don't want to get my pipes blocked. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I like that. I like that. And what's your worst table manner in somebody else? Noisy eating. Noisy eating. Yeah. yeah. There's a thing. What's it called? Um, misophonia. Yeah. So oh, is it a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. I can't stand hearing people oh, eat really? apples. Yeah, we, we struggle with the kids. His son and my daughter are pigs, aren't they? Scarlet's like, my daughter's like that. <laughs> How has it affected your daughter? Has it not affected her at all? Do you protect her from her being photographed and things like yeah, that? I do. I, and I think, you know, obviously I've got very close friends that have a very different, yeah. you know, way of dealing with it. But I I feel like it's it's not my decision to make. If she wants to be in the public eye, she needs to make that yeah, decision I when agree. she's old enough to make yeah. it, you know. But, you know, I respect that, you know, people feel differently about these things. But, yeah, I mean, I have been through phases where I have guilt because I think it can be a curse that your parent is famous. Um, but with Scarlett, with the Spice Girls thing, I just kind of introduced her to things when she was young you know when she was three or four she'd watch videos and so it's just always been in her life it's mm. her norm really yeah um and we, we you know we we speak really openly about everything and I think she's got quite a good handle on it 
when we did the tour last year, it was the first time she'd seen me as a Spice Girl yeah, right. in front of 70,000 people at Wembley. From school? Yeah. yeah, she did. She brought a few friends. And I think at first she was quite overwhelmed because obviously she'd seen videos and different yeah. things, but to see all those people going nuts for us all. Surely Scarlett thought you were pretty cool that night, yeah? Oh, she probably thinks you are cool anyway. She, my daughter doesn't, she tells me to turn my music off when it's on. Yeah, so my daughter, I think she's she's always, there's been an element of coolness. She gets a bit annoyed. She went through this phase at school when people are going, oh, that's the Spice Girls uh-huh. kid, whatever, and it's so it got on her nerves. But when she saw me at Wembley Stadium, she was like, yeah, my mum's quite cool. Yeah. But that's kind of subsided again. So the Spice Girls need to go back on tour for my daughter to remember that I'm cool. Will they go back on tour? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. <gasps> I hope so. We've yeah. got to go next time. You do. Yeah, the show's I really, incredible. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I was very jealous. It looked phenomenal. We couldn't yeah. get tickets. Next time, I know someone. Okay. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> uh, oh, Melanie, what a pleasure to just sit just with you. Gorgeous. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for being our first alfresco yeah. guest. Thank you for wearing sportwear. Yeah, you of know, course. and uh, and and thank you for just being the most wonderful, brilliant, everything that I could have expected and more. And I honestly, I am so in awe of how you have. Well, I mean, I've been in awe of you since Spice Girls, but just I. Your journey and your career has been so yeah, ever changing and evolving and so much. And I just feel like it's kind of limitless for you and you just carry on and it's just exciting to Thank watch. Thank you. That's so lovely because you just, you know, you don't know what people know. You know, your your career has its, you know, ups and downs yeah. and this little journey and so much of what I do. I think goes unnoticed. So oh, no. for you to have that knowledge is Big so fan. lovely. I just want you back in the oh, musicals at Broadway, Bebe. Uh, oh, this is your prize. prize. <gasps> <A present>. A <gasps> prize. <laughs> uh, luckily. The table manners, tea town. It's quite scary-esque, isn't it? With oh, the it is. Yeah, <laughs> she did like it. I love yes. it. Thank you. Just gorgeous. Just warm, lovely, philosophical, interesting, interesting, fun. We could have gone on forever. This felt too tame. I know she's she's naughty spice, I feel like. She could have like we could have gone and had a little picante and then a little something else. Dead star. Dead normal. She's someone that's done everything. She was always the relatable one. Do you think? Yeah. Just love her. And she she had sportswear on. Yeah, I know. Like, she actually lives and breathes it. She had an Adidas tracksuit on, and I could see her angel tattoo on her very toned abs. I mean, she she, she looks exactly the same as when we saw her in the wannabe yeah, video. she did. She did. Loved her. Thank you so much, Melanie C. Good luck with the record, um, which is out in October. And we love you, and this is not the end of my um, my relationship with you. I know it now. How nice, I mean, apart from the magpies and the dogs barking... And the children in the garden playing with the um, with the basketball hoop. How nice was it to be outside and be together with someone? Yeah. Now we don't know how it's going to go from here on in. They're, they may not all be in the flesh, but it was a real treat to be face to face with somebody and somebody that we love so much. So thank you so she much, was Melanie. See, very good first face to face. Alfresco table manners. Alfresco. Here we come. Thanks for listening. See you next she week. She just texts me too. Oh my god. What's she say? Just hey, it's Melanie. Oh my god, we're friends. We're friends. <laughs> <laughs> catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 